0: Welcome back to another episode of Girls and Co. I'm here with Taylor and Sam, the two OGs. I start every episode like that. But we have a very special guest. If you've been following this show for a while, you know this face. We've talked about him ample amount of times, good and bad. Just kidding. Dan, welcome.
1: Hey, everybody. Hello. Second time ever on Girls and Co. Yeah. This one, people are going to see it.
0: Why did you request to come back? Just out of curiosity.
1: The first one is gone. And my mic wasn't working. I got gypped.
0: Okay. I wanted my second
1: time in the sun.
0: Okay. So everyone fair gets enough. there
1: one day in the sun. I have two days in the sun. <laughs>
0: you saw Ronnie come on here, and you're like, I, I want that.
1: Yeah. When Ronnie said, "Oh man, that, that Dan, uh, he looks sick." I didn't realize he meant I looked ill. Like, <laughs> like when he sh- I watched it back, I was did have a tear in my eye. Like, <laughs> he's like, "Man, that, that guy looks sick." I thought i meant, like cool. But I was at COVID. Like physically (laughs) ill. Yeah. (laughs) Physically ill. I was like, Sam, I don't feel well. I'm going home. Anyway.
0: That's fine. All right. We start off every single episode talking about our weekend. Mm -hmm. So, Sam, what did you do this past weekend?
2: Um, This past weekend, I was in Canada. Whoop.
1: Wow. For what? What were you doing For what?
2: Just visiting. um, Visiting (laughs) Nick. And uh, I had, guys, I'm losing my mind. Why? Why? Because. I So, went to Canada over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Bought the flight at the end of May.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Went to go... So, I booked my flight for Friday morning. Mm -hmm. And I went on Wednesday night to go check into my flight, download the Air Canada app, do all that stuff. And then I type in my confirmation code, because I also got a reminder email. Mm -hmm. Type in my confirmation code and... It all works. And it's like, oh, flight is Thursday night, 4.55 p.m. I'm like, this isn't right. I remember booking a flight for Friday morning. So I get all sorts of confused. I check all my different emails, all this stuff. And then I find a different confirmation code for my flight up Friday. And I'm like, what's going on here? Because if I have to leave Thursday night, fine. But I got to know now. Because I'm going to the warehouse (laughs) and flying to LaGuardia. Right. All these other things. So then I call Air Canada, wait forever. I finally get this nice man named Matt. And I'm like, Matt... I thought I booked a flight for Friday morning but my app is telling me Thursday night like what flight am I getting on what's happening here so then he like is going through all this stuff he's so confused I'm so confused I'm like really concerned and then I was like so he's like yeah I see this flight I see this flight because I read him the different confirmation codes I had and then I was like so do I just have two flights like what And he's like yeah it looks like it I'm like okay so I have my Friday morning flight I have a Thursday afternoon flight I'm like can you tell me like when did I get this Thursday afternoon flight so he looks up he's like oh like you booked this in March you booked us on March thirtieth. Oh, March thirtieth. I booked a flight to Canada for June. Forgot about it. May. I booked a flight for June for the same weekend. What? Yep. What? No, did right. you have two, two return flights too? Yep. A full two. <laughs> I think
1: you're working too much.
2: I had everything. That's scary. It was terrifying. But it gets better. Anyway, so Matt was very nice. He canceled my other flights. I got my money back. He moved my my Monday flight to later because we had Monday off. So it all worked out. Just really concerning for my well-being. Flash forward to this morning. I have a flight tomorrow to go to Florida for my friend's bachelorette Mm -hmm. party that I booked two months ago. Use my JetBlue points. All this stuff was good. Good to go go to download the app for JetBlue, and i type in my um information it's like oh flight not found like try oh. something else go to my email can't find a confirmation email anywhere so then i'm like oh my god i did not book this flight there's no no nothing anywhere hi so then i booked a flight for tomorrow today
3: so sam you, you bo- i don't know what's wrong what? with you, you booked two
1: flights for a, and then i booked no flights then you booked no flights
3: me i think you're just traveling a lot i think you're just confusing yourself you have like so
0: many timelines in your head that are like insane. going so
3: many i truly think i'm losing my mind the, the, the
2: other day last week i was going to the gym after work left my gym bag at the office and then you guys know the other day i left my water bottle out of whole foods yeah. for a week because i didn't know where it was <laughs> like
1: and you took it back
2: it in was in my the nice water bottle. It down. yeah stanley the bottle. no it's a. Uh, no free ads i had your flask anyway i'm just completely losing my mind anyway so besides that whole travel debacle Jeez. it was a great weekend Sorry to commandeer this update. Holy this moly! You the to, Are like, you all right? You need no, to take I'm like I 48 ca- hours. I called the first time I noticed that my air can and an issue, I called my mom. I was like, I need to go get a CT scan. Like, no. I have a brain tumor and I'm gonna <laughs> <Stop> die. <that. laughs> I'm like, truly <laughs> really being so serious. No. You're just no. I like, am no. truly down. concerned you're, for my. No, you're worn out. We all have local. those moments. It's either that or it's like truly like long term COVID effects of like brain fog. Could be that because I remember having that as a symptom. Like when I got COVID and it's just it's absolutely insane that's
0: what's I,
1: happened
2: to all of us
0: though. i think it probably has to do with like how many different things your like mind yeah. is on at once so when it comes to like personal things it's like low on the totem pole so you're like yeah yeah, yeah i did that or, or yeah like that's I,
2: what my parents have But like i can only use the excuse so much you know oh. like everyone has hard jobs
1: no no or it's like you sketch your brain works you're like thinking about like floor ball like right, last right. Week. Yes. Like, you're and all star like, that's, that's the like, thing yeah. it's like
0: already thinking about yeah. December and Nova, that's like, why
1: your whole timeline of months is off that's what I think not a tumor
2: it's just I, I, we can't say for sure but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think anyway, had a great, going on up there? Had a great weekend. Um Other I than went that. Yeah, I went mini golfing. <laughs> I actually did so many things. I went mini golfing. I played Chinese checkers for the first time. I played oh. spike ball for the first time. Nice. All of which were great games. And
0: it was light, like all yes. day. Oh, yeah.
2: We were outside. We were also, was also practicing floor ball. We were outside playing floor ball until like 9, 15 p.m. Yeah. Bright as day.
0: I love that you were pl- really like wonderful. practicing floor ball yeah. with your soon-to-be opponent.
2: Everyone else is practicing, so <laughs> I have two, too.
0: I
1: love that.
2: Um, so, yeah, it was really good. Good, I'm glad Hopefully it was a good, like, reset Yes, it was
0: great Good Dan, what did you do this weekend?
1: Uh, I turned 36 Woo! Should not have revealed my age. Uh, <laughs> no gonna, I
3: don't think anyone's going to believe that. No. Yeah, probably Truly, not. Truly, like, I, I don't, don't think people so. are going to believe that you're 36. Yeah.
1: No. Turn 36, uh, Father's Day, family, all that fun stuff. I love that my birthday always falls, like, around Father's Day. Mm-hmm. So it's like a big, so everyone's always yeah. around. You get to be with family. Yeah, yeah. and then on my, the morning of my birthday, like, I don't know how many more times this will happen. I woke up and, like, all my nieces and nephews, they all slept over. And, like, 9 a.m. are, like, in the pool. I, love so I was it. like, this yeah, is all I really yeah. want. If I can't, like, you know, I just want to be around my family my birthday. So it was a very nice weekend of chilling with the fam Good. and doing birthday stuff.
0: Good. Nice. Taylor, what about you?
3: I, I really don't remember. Does anyone know what I did? I know already. what you
0: did on Thursday. We went to Jeff McNeil's thing.
3: Oh, yeah. We did go to Jeff McNeil's um, charity Top Golf event. Far, right? It did take me three hours to get there. I live, honestly, I'm cur- I grew up
1: 20 minutes more east of that.
3: I'm cursing the whole state of Long Island. I can't yeah. stress enough. Yeah, don't in- or whatever. The, <laughs> the island. island, the peninsula. It's got me all worked up. I. Yeah. Li- it took me three hours to get there. Hour and 15 minutes to get home. Just for reference, on like. The extended amount of time I was
1: in the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. when, R- when Jolly told me what time you had to be there. I was like, yikes, that's a bad. No, time. that's
3: ex- I, I, I left time. my house at two thirty and pick pick Paxson up from the train station at five thirty in Hong Kong. Yeah, oh, like bad. she
0: got there five minutes before I arrived.
3: I was like, I brought a book. <laughs> I brought a book, thinking like, oh, I'll get there really early. Yeah, no big deal. No, um, especially tough. Awful. Jeff was super nice. We yeah. interviewed him for like five minutes. He was great. Um, he was really cool. Cool. I don't remember after that. To be completely honest, I have no idea what I did. That was
1: last Thursday, though.
3: Yeah, and I I have no idea. I've tr- I don't know. I, know. I don't think you I did were, anything. Did I know you, know you were working. Your I know. Didn't you go see family? I worked. No, that was the weekend before. I, I Father's Day. My dad doesn't live around here. Right. so I I didn't do anything on Father's Day. I know I you were working. I think on
0: Saturday. I
3: worked Saturday.
1: Great Guys, episode I've for no our idea. mental health. Yeah, yeah like,
0: I, I, So I'm, far, off to the
3: hot yeah. I, I have no idea. Also, I can't believe it's June twenty-first. Like it looked I and I was I like today. I don't What, know.
1: Day of what the, year?
3: the fuck is going on? Oh yeah, summer
1: solstice. Summer solstice. <gasps> I don't know what that
3: means. Um, so long longest day, of, longest day, of, day of, longest
1: of the year. Today. Yeah, it's first yeah. day of summer. Uh, long, right? 21st. Yeah. yeah. Longest yeah. day of the yeah. year. Going to the Yankee game. Hope it stays sunny all night.
3: Me too. That this really is a chaotic sense. start to the episode. Yeah. Pax, what did you do this weekend?
1: I'm panicking. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's I have no idea. You know what?
0: Me actually on Friday. I filmed with Maddie and Justin Pinnock and Ronnie where I won't give away too many details, but essentially we made a board game come to life. I heard. And Pinnock had a very different experience than I did. Like mine was very joyful and happy. Like me and Maddie like eating ice cream and like doing fun things at a museum and Pinnock and Ronnie got poured on like rain wise. So that'll be a really fun thing to come out. I'm trying to think. I didn't do anything Saturday. You and
2: Jess had a fun adventure, right?
0: Sunday, yes. See, I'm glad I post things what, that people can remember. That's why I was like, "Do you I'm guys know what I did no. this
2: weekend?" Because
3: I don't.
0: <laughs> I went to Governor's Island. Yeah, nice. On Sunday, Tenacious recommend if you ever have like girlfriends or anything in town, like such a great place to go. It's a car-free island, so mm-hmm. there's no cars over there. It's awesome. Went to the spa. Jess got me a spa gift card for my birthday and yeah I had like basically had a day date with Jess and Jake was not there <laughs> so it. great that was great um yeah that's literally all I can remember so let's dive into what I do remember which is Dan's interview first question always start off with asking Dan who are
1: you oh I saw that question it made me like
0: it freaks. Sweat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. It sends oh. a shiver down <laughs> my spine.
1: <laughs> um, I am Dan Kenobi. I'm old man Dan. Yeah. Um, I'm an Italian man from Long Island. <laughs>
2: Can <you> keep rhyming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Orangewood <don't> <laughs> Island. Um, I like sports. I like. Kay. Family time. Okay. Relaxing. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Cool. Boxing, Post Malone. Every now and then. Boxing. Post Malone. Post Malone. I love Post Malone.
3: I love Post Malone too. That's cool. Great live.
1: Like I think Great he, live. he Great. had like when he first came out, I was like, "What's this guy's deal? He's got all the t- face tats and like, what kind of mm-hmm. music is he making? Is he a joke? White he's Iverson. Not a joke. He is like a real. He's like a really good artist. He's yeah. a really good artist. Yeah. If
3: you, have you seen him live?
1: No, I've seen <sighs> the, t- the TikToks of him dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a no, but trick.
3: he'll do like a Whitney. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's a crazy oh, good. I love that song. Yeah. He's such <laughs> a yeah.
1: good um musician and like everything. I think he's awesome. I, I'm not say anything crazy here <laughs> I yeah think he's I great he's one of the top five i would go see live yes
3: mm, worth it cool. i yeah. think he's touring soon
1: yeah post malone adele yeah mm. lady gaga
3: so your list of who you'd see live yeah
1: okay jay-z obviously yeah i've seen him live so many times uh i know i want to go to this legends of hip-hop oh, music festival at yankee, yankee stadium, stadium. Mm-hmm. yeah i made that TikTok so the yankees would potentially see it and be like. Yeah, we're going to send him.
0: I'm still waiting for them to give me, like, a Hawaiian shirt or a basketball jersey, but like, on. whatever. Send us.
1: Anyway. So. That's who I am.
0: Back to you. Where did you grow up? where did you go to college? What'd you study? All of the above. Things that, you know, we obviously don't yes. regularly talk about day to day.
1: I grew up on Long Island, not in Long Island, on it. Uh, I went to a lot of different colleges. I should have a doctorate, the amount of <laughs> the time I spent in college, seven years. Really? Yeah. Why? I stopped. I... Partied a lot at West Virginia. Okay. I did two years at Suffolk Community College, which is a, a small community school in Long Island. Yep. I played baseball. We were really good. Made it to the Junior College World Series. Um, and then decided I didn't want to play baseball anymore in college because it's a chore. Mm-hmm. You so played for two years? Yeah. Okay. Two years. Um, went out on top. And then I figured I don't want to play baseball. I want to go to a big party school. And my buddy was already enrolled at West Virginia. I'd visited there a bunch of times while i was at suffolk because when you go to suffolk it's a t- commuter school so all you want to do is just like you just visit people like mm-hmm. you're not getting a college experience at suffolk no mm-hmm. offense suffolk if you're listening uh, <laughs> west virginia was very much a party school and i started good west virginia and then just got sucked into the life of partying mm-hmm. and, and not going to class mm-hmm. and just messing up so i lost a lot of credits and then i finished at what did i even finish new york tech
3: <laughs> he said, where did I even finish? I don't finish? remember. It was
1: at, towards the end, I was like, college crazy. is so easy if you actually go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was taking it's, like
1: 22 credits up. a semester to catch up, and I was sitting in the front of the classroom. I was the old kid in the front that was like...
0: <laughs> 22 credits a semester?
1: What? 22. Yeah. I had to finish fast. I, had to get, I still have nightmares that I'm still in school and I'm not going to finish. <laughs> like once a week.
3: That's crazy. Yeah. Like everyone
1: around me has graduated, and they're all moved on to careers, and I'm still... At New York Tech, <laughs> driving to class, doing s- who knows what.
0: What did you graduate with? What degree? I don't degree? Even
1: know. <laughs> it <was like> the <laughs> most BS he just degree knows ever. It. Like, I started off t- broadcast journalism at yeah. West Virginia, and I was like, oh, I'm going to learn everything. And then by the end, at New York Tech, when I was 23, almost 24, I was like, just give me whatever degree. I don't care. Me I it was like inter- interdisciplinary studies, which is two That's minors like equals a athlete- me yeah, Do yeah. On, it's on the most i don't wrestlers. even have the deg- i don't even know where the, the diploma is i didn't go to graduation so I,
0: did you for sure graduate
1: i don't know okay they didn't check it when I, when I uh applied here okay, okay. and now
3: he's and, now he's and now he's 36 folks yeah, yeah. And now oh, yeah
0: we're he's still carrying that around okay so you graduated maybe 23 24 <laughs> where did your career start like where did you start oh off at? man
1: um there were a lot of ups and downs um didn't just move right into sports like sports are really hard to get into you guys all know this like you don't really get into it until you're in your late 20s i think Let's you get really lucky like i wouldn't say people are lucky here of the younger folk that work at john boy they're just fortunate that they're all very talented mm-hmm. but like i didn't i was talking this up with my buddy like i didn't really get it start in sports when i was like till i was like 27 28. like okay. I, in, I did internships uh in college at like mm-hmm. these little magazines um i worked at mlb network for a full season in 2011 okay. which was awesome and then it was like a lot of ups and downs like mlb.com which is like not a great place to work but uh no fa- hopefully not listening MLB.com. <laughs> uh just like cbs sports i worked there yeah. i worked at bleacher report with dre uh that was fun that was like my first real job in in sports and in manhattan was bleach report what'd you do there uh, at Bleach Report, I was a production assistant on the college football team. So back wow. then in Bleach Report, Bleach Report has had so many different like yeah. business models. Then it was all about TeamStream now, <laughs> which is the BR app, and you yep. subscribe to your team. Like you would subscribe mm-hmm. to Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. So we would make like five Tennessee videos a week just for you. They were like two to three minutes, and it would only live on the app. Interesting. But, but we would make 15 to 20 videos a day about college football. Like five national college football mm-hmm. videos, five sp- team specific. Uh, so we were just cranking hmm. out content, but it was only living. It wasn't living on YouTube. It was only living on the Team Stream Now app.
0: What year was this?
1: 2014.
0: Okay, so it was like right when like social media kind yeah. of started picking up just right. a little. It still wasn't as big of a thing.
1: In hindsight, they would go on like YouTube Shorts yeah. and like yeah. ins- reels, and like it was are a good you, idea then.
3: Are you a college football guy? No. Yeah. Okay.
1: I knew enough. Like, if you grew up on Long Island or Northeast, you just don't like college sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, not a, there's no culture of college sports here.
3: I feel validated by you saying that. That's yeah. very true. Yeah.
1: There's no teams here. Like, there was Rutgers, but even then, no like, one really, like, no If you pride. had college yeah.
0: sports, it's going to be, like, maybe basketball, maybe, but maybe. not St. really. Maybe John's,
1: but they suck. They haven't been good in years. Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, so I worked at Bleacher Report. It's where I really learned like the ins and outs of media. I uh, worked with a lot of people there that have now gone on to do like great things that are all over the country, working at different media companies and stuff. Even like Dre, like uh, he, uh, he was an editor there, and I was a PA. Like I wanted to be on camera. Oh, I knew that, but I knew that I had to like, you have mm-hmm. to earn it, and you have to mm-hmm. like kind of pay your dues. So that was one of the many jobs in sports, but the one that I remember and like, oh, that's the one that like helped me the most.
0: So, like, leading, I guess, up to you being here, you wanted to be in media and you wanted to be in sports and you wanted to be on camera? Or did you learn that over the course of, like, all of the different jobs
1: before bleacher report i always thought like oh being on camera is hard like i always looked at it as like this like really like hard test. Yeah, yeah it's really hard to get to that level it's hard to be it's like almost seems like a, like an unreachable goal mm-hmm. but i always had people in my life like my dad being number one to like oh you can do it like you should just do it Like mm-hmm. just do it like get on camera like, do stuff like just get yourself in front of it so i would do Stuff here and there. Like, my brother uh, runs a uh, MMA promotion on Long Island um, that's on on TV, and I would be the face of it. I would call the fights, and that mm. really helped. Uh, another job I forgot to mention, I did morning radio from 6 to 10 a.m. Drive time. On I was e- about to say, that's like yeah. prime drive time. ESPN affiliate on Long Island. Okay. Uh, it would be on, okay. like, before w- w- all the stuff came on, regular ESPN. Mm-hmm. That job was cr- nuts. Like, I definitely did not want to do radio after that cuz you're getting up at 3 a.m. you have to have an opinion on literally everything. Do mm-hmm. you guys remember Richie Incognito bullying yeah. scandal? Yeah. That was the big story when yeah. I was oh God, That was the big <laughs> story when I was hosting in the morning every day we talked about that.
2: <laughs> yes, I still <laughs> like, remember that. Yeah.
1: And you have to have an opinion and you have to have one stance and you have to be like yeah. obviously I was of the opinion that Richie Incognito was a jerk. And, yeah. he, and but on Long Island like some people didn't. They thought toughen up. You get phone calls and all that, but that was fun. <laughs> so random. That was like a, a, a first real broadcasting job. But then I went back to Bleacher Report after mm-hmm. that, where I was behind the scenes. But then I realized, oh, I want to be more on camera, so I went t- towards boxing, which is like a family, uh, it's the family sport, I should say.
0: Yeah. Walk us through that relation, like you to boxing. Obviously, it, it runs in your family, basically, mm. like you just said, but. Tell us how you began to fall in love with it and how you kind of made a career out of it. Yeah,
1: so my dad created this company called CompuBox in 1985. It's pretty much how they track the stats in boxing. Um, So when I say it's the family business, I'm not a boxer, never been in a fight. My dad doesn't fight. Like (laughs) none of us, no one in our family fights. We work in the fight business. So I've been around it since I was very young. Right there, there's a picture of me and Mike Tyson uh, for reference, yeah, yeah, came out of the womb uh, my, in Mike's That's arms. That's insane. <laughs> 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 yeah, that picture will never die. I hope it never does. Yeah. It's legendary. Uh, I've just been around it my whole life, um, so I know the ins and outs of the sport. So I think around 2017, after I was working at CBS Sports, another job that I just didn't fit me, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to start my own show. It's so like a luck- passion project. Yeah, I'm going to start my own show my bro- in the back of my brother's office at the time. He, My dad and my brother were awesome. They built me a set and like awesome. i knew we were gonna have good guests because of all the people we knew mm-hmm. so we had great guests and i did it week after week and like the first episodes i would go back and watch and they're so bad <laughs> <laughs> i'm like hey this is dan my hands are h- up here and then like they just trail <laughs> and i'm like Hi. you can see me like clearing <laughs> my throat and like it's, we did it live for some reason oh my god because inside boxing live what? is the name of my show yeah the first three weeks were live and then my mm-hmm. brother's like hey like maybe we should do it live to tape <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't have a team back here because i would like have three guests on and like the first guest would come on at the beginning of the show and then like yeah. we would say goodbye and then i'm waiting for the next one so and you just like sitting, sitting? i'd be sitting there kind of like just obviously Aww. filling and my brother would be like you can hear him in the back like you don't have a control room <laughs> you can hear him like on the phone i'd be like yeah we're just kind of waiting now and the first one's i think is still on youtube so then we changed the format but we didn't change the name did a couple okay, live shows funny. here, but yeah, that was 2017, and then I just kept doing it every week. Um, luckily, doing other s- stuff too, because you can't really make a career off of one show, mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta do other stuff. So, I had like my dad's business, CompuBox, and like odd jobs, yeah, and then it led me here.
0: And so, how did you become connected to John Boy Media? I know you're a Yankees fan, so is that like the primary like connection at first, yeah. or yeah,
1: for sure. Like, I think that's pretty much how everyone. Kind of came connected to John Boy that you would see him on the internet and like I think it was 2017. I remember I was working a show, a boxing show with Justin Shackle, and (laughs) we were like, "Who is this John Boy guy?" Like, have you seen John Boy? And like me and Shackle were talking about him all weekend. Like we were like, "He's got, he's doing this. He's doing, he's lip reading. He's making these breakdowns. Like the guy's great." And I love that uh, he was a Yankee fan. Yeah. Because you're a Yankee fan, you know. Sometimes the fans are looked at as like kind Mm -hmm. of like a obnoxious fan base. Yeah. We, we kind of were typecasted, and it was cool to me that like we had a fan, like the face of our f- fandom or or whatever, mm-hmm. was was Jimmy. I still yeah. think he is, and Jake. uh So I th- always thought that was cool. It was like we are this guy represents the Yankee, the real Yankee fans. Mm-hmm. So I drew like a, a liking to him, and I felt like him and Jake's show was very similar to like what I was doing, where obviously we give you analysis and serious stuff, but we do it in like a lighthearted manner. Like yeah. we don't take ourselves too serious. So I was always like, oh, well, I was, I'm a fan of, of, of John Boy, Jimmy, Jake, and all their stuff, which makes it crazy to be like now be here.
0: Okay. And so you you just reached out to them like straight up? No, or this is crazy. How story. did tell, this happen? Tell the story. Tell the story. story
1: is nuts. So obviously back alley at bats I would watch. Yeah. And I, was, I thought it was cool that they were playing w- blitz ball. And I, I'm fortunate enough to have a wiffle ball field in the backyard that I grew up in. My dad is crazy. He loves baseball, and he built this field for us. Long story short, he built it so we would move out there to that house. None of us wanted to move from our original where we originally grew up. Okay. But my dad said we're gonna build. I'm gonna build you guys a field.
3: He baited you. Oh my god! I didn't know that. That's why. That's awesome. I was like,
1: that makes no sense. He's like, we're gonna build you a field. He cleared trees, built this whole thing. Now it's where you see now with the big monster is like the final product. But there was many different versions of the field. So I'm at. Back there one day, and we we're playing. Me and my brother are just messing around out there, and I saw a tweet Jimmy put out like, we, we got kicked out of our alley. Like, there's rats, or like, the the landlord is not allowing us to play, so we're, we need to find backyards to play in. It was just like very chance luck. That, yeah. Like he tweeted that, and I was in the backyard. And then I was like, to my brother Rob, he was like, Should we send him, should we send the video of the field? Like, my brother, who is usually, he's not as, like, out. I get, he's outgoing but he, he's not like me he would be like i was expecting him to say no like don't do that he's not, mm-hmm. never gonna come he's like yeah, yeah do it do it so i sent a video nice. of the field and like i was like you guys can come play here and jimmy responded like right away yeah because uh, he was very desperate to, f- to find a field <laughs> and he's like we're <laughs> texting whatever tweeting back and forth and he's like oh yeah. just dm and set up a day and then the following week him jake tom Prizman, and zach came to our, our backyard. <laughs> and I like, never met him before. Never met him. I watched so him like every funny. week. But like they could have been like, absolute weirdos. for like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my mom made like a giant hero. Like my dad like lined the fields with paint. And like, oh the field was like pristine. <laughs> and like we made my, my nephews came. It was like we were really like taking it serious. And uh we just kept in touch. And then I remember Jimmy telling me and my dad when we were there, he's like, oh, we just got this warehouse in jersey city and i think that's our next big venture is this warehouse and we're going to put on blitzball tournaments and uh you know who knows one day you can come play in the our first tournament we were going to do in the winter which was obviously blitzball battle one mm-hmm. so i got inv- invited to um I'm supposed to play with robbie my brother but he's a teacher he has an actual real job <laughs> and couldn't come tuesday wednesday thursday from all day long <laughs> so i played with justin shackle and then you know, the rest is history, mm-hmm. as they say. Like, you know, John Boy was expanding. I was luckily that I had my show and like I had somewhat of a following. Um, so I just kind of pitched it. I think I pitched it to Sam first.
2: Maybe yeah, or at least set up the meeting. I think we went guys. out.
1: Yeah, we went out. For, like the whole crew went out to dinner on the la- the final night. And I made sure to, like, sit next to Sam. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you know, I got this show. I got this show. By the way, kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of had, like, the Mike Tyson picture, like, on my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Oh, Uncle Mike. (laughs) (laughs) But another thing that really helped is during Blitzball Battle 1, I had an interview with Dame Lillard. So I had to leave Blitzball Battle 1. Oh, that's so big, Yeah. Like, I tried. He was my white whale. He's a big <laughs> boxing fan, and I was trying for years to get him. And his, yeah. his handler finally is like, all right, we can do it this day at 5 p.m. And it was right in the middle of Be- Blitzball Battle 1. And we got knocked out earlier that day. Mm-hmm. So I remember asking Ploof. I was like, do you think I should do the interview from the warehouse? Or do you think I should rush home to my apartment in Astoria to do the interview and Pooh's like get the hell out of here he's like the internet's not gonna work here yeah. he's <laughs> like this is Dame <laughs> Lillard yeah. yeah so I, I luckily I was able to just like say that to Jimmy and Jake just you know it helps to be like oh yeah I'm I'm, I'm in the business and like I do have a, a somewhat successful show so that was kind of cool. So everything kind of just came together yeah and um, I'm very thankful for all of that
0: and you just hit 10,000 subscribers on yeah. your channel. That was Go huge. subscribe to Inside Boxing Live.
1: I'm very excited for that. As you know, or the people that do, maybe they don't know, Like YouTube is the hardest, I think, mm-hmm. to build in terms of mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. and subscribers. Uh, me, I'm, I remember I sent a uh, text to Chris Algieri, who is my co-host, and Ronnie. We have our group chat, JM Hot Boys. Um, nice. Got a text right here. Um, <laughs> and I set goals out for the year. I was like, for, by the end of 2023, I was like, I want – 10,000 subscribers. Ooh. I want us to go to a big, one big fight. And then I was like, and I forgot the other one was like, maybe a live event or something like that. And we've done all that. You've mm-hmm. done all of them. And it's crazy. And in it's, half the year. I know. I'm now I'm looking for bigger goals, like 20 K and uh, more events and, mm-hmm. and more of that. But yeah, it's been a very fun couple of months.
0: All right, quick break. We got a shout out the one and only neat burger. Joe's McFly. And I actually got a chance to go down to their new location in Stoho and let me tell you, it was incredible. I know sometimes you hear about a vegan restaurant and you're like, eh, eh, "Am I going to be eating trees? Am I going to be dipping grass in cheese?" You know, you never know, but this place is absolutely incredible. 100% plant-based. Everything is made in-house, so there's no like pre-made like frozen fake chicken patties or anything like that. It's truly incredible. We got to try all of the things on the menu, the buffalo chicken sandwich and the buffalo cauliflower bites, chef's kiss. And the best part is that I have a wrap named after me, and Joe's McFly has a salad named after him. I I don't know how we got here, but... Truly, it is one of the peaks of my career. I'm not even kidding. So if you want to try Neat Burger, be sure to go on down to their location in Soho, or you can order online if you were in the New York area, and you can actually use code JOMBOY for $5 off your first $15 purchase. So use code JOMBOY, $5 off. When you spend $15 or more, Neat Burger, check it out, tag us, and make sure if you go to the Soho location, you take a selfie in their selfie wall because uh, the aesthetics are to die for, okay? Code John Boy, $5 off your $15 purchase. You're welcome. So just from your perspective, what's been kind of like a pinch me moment in your career thus far? Just in um, in here media. Or, uh, well. Yeah, let's start with here. Just here. Um and more so in the boxing world, too. Well, just
1: you before we
3: filmed, you said it was Jimmy washing her hair in the sink. Yeah, sure. Jimmy,
1: when Jimmy washed my hair after the pudding was dumped on my head, which, funny story, um, my, <laughs> my girlfriend's parents... They were like, we saw Dan get pudding dumped on his head. Um, what exactly is, <laughs> is he doing? What does he do? What does he do for work? I was like, yeah, that's my boss just like washing pudding out of my hair in the sink like, a, like a baby. shampoo. The, yeah. the, like Weirdly, those are like not pinch me moments, but there are moments where like, as I just explained, like I would watch John Boy content and I would watch like. All Star Game, like everyone going out to All Star Game in like 2018 or 2019, mm-hmm. and then like being at the All Star Game last year with that crew that I watched yeah. was kind of wild, kind of surreal. Yeah. Um, I would say those are like the pinch me moments. Or oh, I have a good story. Uh, last All Star Game, we were heading to the event, the live event, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we had our vans, and not everyone could fit in the vans. So Chris Rose was like, "Oh, you can ride with me." Uh, me and Jerry Blevins. So we're in. I'm in the back seat of Rose's car. And Rose and Blevins are are chatting about broadcasting. And Blevins is just like picking his brain because it's Mm -hmm. Chris Rose and he knows everything and he's Mm -hmm. done everything. And I'm just sitting in the back like a fly on the wall. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like Jerry, who I think is like such a seasoned broadcaster, even though he's only been doing it for like a year or two. Yeah. I was like, he is seeking advice from Chris. And, and I'm sure Chris seeks advice from someone else, and I'm like third on the mm-hmm. on the depth chart of this car ride because I'm like <laughs> I'm hoping that Blevins is asking the questions that I would I want to ask Chris, <laughs> and like They're taking notes on your phone, right? And I'm like listening in and, and just to have that resource to have um, Chris Rose to like you know now we text back and forth and he's he's great and he gives such great advice. And one of the biggest pieces of advice Chris said is like when you do an interview. It's not about you. It's about the the person you're interviewing and use your ears more than your mouth. Yes. Because they could say something so profound. And if you're thinking about your next question or how much time do I have left or is this interview good, you're not going to remember or you're not going to even hear what they have to say. And then Mm -hmm. you could gloss over a phenomenal answer and Mm -hmm. have no follow-up. So that was like something that stuck with me. But that whole ride was like pretty cool. And it was just like one small part of a – classic like John Boy Media weekend where we're doing all-star game bingo with Justin Turner events but th- that one little ride for like a half hour was like th- th- the coolest parts of mm-hmm. like working here
0: That's it kind of like I think we sometimes forget like just Rose in particular I think we sometimes forget like how big Chris Rose actually is because yeah. I mean to us he's just like you know the dad of the group, like he's a coworker, like he obviously gives great advice. Jolly said that he got great advice from Rose too, and I have as well. And like when I when you say his name, like just around other media people or just sports people, they're like, "Oh yeah, like that's right." He he's works OG. for John Williams, and I'm like, I forget that yeah. how like iconic of a career he actually had. He was on has.
1: Best Damn Sports mm-hmm. Show, which was like the show. The that show. show was so ahead of its time. Like yes. all the shows we see today or because of that show yes and i was talking to him about that like he was listing off all the producers on that show that have now moved on to be like heads of studios and like Mm, it's crazy it's wild and also he like gave the yankees their trophy in 2009 on the field Mm -hmm. like it's nuts so whenever i do show people in like the boxing business like um they're always asking me like what is this where like what are you doing playing this sport like what is that they always like lately they've been asking me that like just this past week I was at a boxing press conference and one of the guys that one of the showtime guys was like, What is that thing you you guys are always posting in the warehouse? Or yeah. like, what is that? And I show them a video and then like when they go to Chris Rose in the booth, they're like, What? what? That's and it like solidifies what we're doing at mm-hmm. the in the warehouse, but he's awesome.
0: Yeah, he literally goes from like the warehouse, then he's like on the field at the Super Bowl, yeah. like yeah. doing a yeah. post scan. So and you're like, What? Yeah. Like, so casual. Insane. Yeah. Um speaking of just Crazy boxing things. Uh, You just recently called a match with Jake Paul. Jake is yeah, a good guy. So you're like kind of a big deal in the boxing world,
3: right? Like we, you can say that I mean, here. Jake Paul tagged you in his Instagram. Like kidding. literally tagged you. That's yeah. crazy.
1: It, I still don't feel like a big deal. Does he deal. follow you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's so insane. Like what? That is so <laughs> crazy. Does She's Jake like, Paul yeah. want to come to the warehouse?
1: I tried to get him to come to the office. Now I actually think this could happen. Like now that we're working together um yeah he when he got into the boxing space everyone in the boxing world was just trashing him mm-hmm. they're like yeah. f this guy he's not taking it serious a youtuber he's a joke he's a youtuber what's he? he's just gonna come in you uh-huh. know and just use the sport but i didn't have that take i was like wait a second like you saw the benefit jake paul is coming into our lane like how is this a bad thing like he he let's give him a chance first and it turns out that You know, the event that I worked is all up-and-coming prospects. So he's investing in that. He's done great things for women's boxing. Like he signed one of the best women fighters ever who was not getting enough money. She wasn't getting enough shine. Like now, obviously, everyone knows her because he promotes the hell out of her. And she made her first million-dollar purse for a fight. Uh, So he's done a lot of good. Obviously, you might not like some of the things he says, but uh, he's an entertainer. I honestly think he has helped boxing in terms of – how you should market yourself as a fighter because yeah. it's a one, you're just you in there. So you mm-hmm. need to like build yourself up in which he does a great job of. So I've never trashed him. So I didn't even know he followed me on Twitter because one day he was just replying to all my tweets and I'm like, why is Jake Paul replying to this? <laughs> and or like, there was this controversy about him and his like his opponent. Yeah. And he's replying to me and he's like, well tell that guy this or like make a video and do this. And I was like, oh wait, and I clicked on it. I was like, I didn't even realize he was following me. But, and then I, um, so obviously, I benefited not trashing him because yeah, the true take that I had for him. But um, what was it? Yeah. So then he started doing these MVP shows; they're called Most mm-hmm. Valuable Prospects, and he announced that he was doing one in May, the first one, which would happen obviously last month. And I just DM'd him. I was you like, bro, straight up. Because we DM'd it. a few times. Okay. Like, I went back and it's a few DMs, like, hey, like good luck in your fight, or like, hey, blah blah blah. And then. Um, I said, bro, you got to get me on one of these shows. I was like, I, you know, I'd kill it. Like, like get me on there because I don't have an agent, so I just did it myself. I love that. So he replied like right away. He's like, Yeah, you would be great. And he's like, um, Let's, you know, let's set up a call or whatever. And like the next day, I'm like on a call with their team, and like they hired me. And he's, and it was awesome. It was such a great experience. It's and like, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. It was on like DAZN, which is a big uh, streaming service, and yeah. definitely the biggest event that I've ever worked like as a broadcaster. Yeah. But I felt like. Um, I didn't feel nervous or anything. I felt like this is what I should be doing. Okay. You know, so I'm a little experienced. Yeah. I just went over like, <laughs> <if Yeah. laughs> I was doing this 10 years ago. I'd yeah. be like, literally like, <laughs> 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 like holding the my I'd be nothing. Like I right. would say that to everyone here. Like, I feel like I, I joined John boy at the right time in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously like I'm the old man, Dan, but like at mid thirties or like, Oh yeah. Mid thirties. Oh damn. I'm old. <laughs> and like, I feel like I have so much experience. I'm also like ready for anything that's going to be thrown my way Mm -hmm. because we have a lot coming up this summer and that I like could stress a lot of people out, but I feel like I have enough experience and that's how I felt doing the Jake Paul show. We have another one coming up next month. Really? Mm.
0: With same crew, same?
1: Yeah. They're all in Orlando at this resort. Okay. Yeah.
0: So is that ultimately what? you enjoy most in the boxing space is doing stuff like that or do you like more so the content creation the interviews and you know the realm with inside boxing live
1: I like doing both I like like we're going to record a show later and like I love having like Ronnie in here and Chris that's like the home base yeah that's us just like talking about the sport and giving our opinions and it's crazy that people are now looking at our opinions on the show and it's like driving conversations in the sport or, like, people are seeking out my picks or Chris's picks. That's wild to me and it will always be wild to me. I said that at our at our live event. I was like, I still do the show thinking that zero people listen. Mm-hmm. And it's just us talking to ourselves. And then you realize that there are people actually tuning in, which is nuts. And invested. Yeah. 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 Crazy. I love it. I love it so much. But the broadcasting is always, like, to me, uh, you know, that's where you get seen. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you watch the fights and you want to, like, the you see if you see me on the broadcast – maybe you'll go and watch our show. So I think it helps everything. It's like a little ecosystem. So uh, it's not the biggest show, the Jake Paul thing, but it's definitely a step in the right direction.
0: You and I have talked about this before. Obviously, you you are established in boxing. Um, You have a job here with John Boy Media. You do stuff in the warehouse. But you really want to get into more just hosting and more just normal entertainment type of content. So... What are you doing in that space now, and what do you want to do in that space in the future? I feel
1: like Dan on the street was a good like, introduction to get me out of just yeah. doing sports. It shows your uh, personality. Yeah, I do. so I, I love that, and I remember we had a meeting one day where like we need to start doing all this stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go out on the street, and then <laughs> I literally went out the <laughs> next day, and uh, you know they're fun. Um, yeah. thinking of always thinking of different ways to make it better, um, but we have another sh- game show coming out. Can we say yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah. Password. Is coming that's out soon. I hosted that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I love that they give you, like, that's the best thing about John Boyd Media is, like, you're able to, like, go in different lanes, and you can just do it very easily. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to ask. Like, they'll give you the, the, the leash to do it. So, like, obviously I love boxing, but I can't just do boxing all day long. I'd lose my mind. Love baseball, and I've been able to do Ref Guess and pregame show. And pregame show. show, yeah. Yankees pregame show. That's, like, the coolest thing ever. That's That's, that's the history moment that, that right, really being part podium, of yeah. like the talking yanks crew yeah i think we have a crew now yeah and uh, th- just to be like just a small part of it
0: to be trusted to be one of the guys on camera uh, i love
1: that it. so much so i love the yankees that's like my real love and i wa- that's how i got to know jimmy and jake is from yeah. yank- yankees and just to sit in like the studio and do the show with bbd and like the live event was so cool and yeah. thank you jake bowers for <laughs> making me who i am today <laughs> no but yeah t- the talking yank i completely forgot about it because we're doing so much here that I mm-hmm. think even today I'm going to go host it with Joe's, who I watched for years. And like now me and Joe's are just chopping it up over the inks.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. So I kind of want to pivot. I want to talk a little bit about Warehouse because obviously your first appearance was BB1. Mm. Um, and you have now uh, coined the name Old Man Dan that we have already referenced. How did that come about? Does that bother Ooh. you? And how was it playing with Drew is, Davis, is, who is without a doubt one of the youngest people I in, love Drew in the Davis. warehouse?
1: Um, he texted me on birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Uncle Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, stay away from the buffet salmon. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I'm an a exclusive, a Girls and Co. exclusive. <gasps> I don't like being called Old Man Dan. Yes. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> but, you, ah. but you said both things. What? You said you hate it, and then you also say you love it.
1: I don't hate it. I, I it's don't. It's like you, you
0: like your name not, like, being chanted. I like that
1: I have a shtick. Like, yeah, but yeah.
0: you don't love being the old guy.
1: I'm not even the oldest guy <laughs> in the <league. laughs> yeah. Joe's is getting off, like, he's, he, he should Free. thank me every day. He and Bloof, too. Is. And Bloof, Bluth. yeah. Bloof's one year older, and his birthday was last week. I texted him, I was like, how the hell am I a little, the old man? And Joe's older than me, and but it's fine. I, everyone needs like a. a There's chick. no
0: uh, like hostility in that at all. Not, <laughs> no,
1: not at all. I love it. Um, <laughs> a couple of my friends are like, I wouldn't. I would stop that. Like, why do they call you old man? I was like it's a joke.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a joke. It's a it's gimmick. A joke. Like, you, you literally play with Drew Davis, who like freshly 21. That's the like, whole point. Is like, I'm not,
1: it's, it's irony. Like, I'm not really old, yeah. but I am old compared to the, my contemporaries here. <laughs> um, so I I absolutely love it. And Jimmy's like, we need more nicknames. He's like, oh man, Dan is is great <laughs> <laughs> like just just so, and they we're trying to come up with other ones and jolly's the one who gave me the name during roulette
3: mm. oh yeah
1: he's just one i was on the mound and i was having a good oh, yeah. game and he was like oh man dan and then just like i it heard stuck. it i kept hearing it that game oh
3: because you did crush roulette yeah yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun yeah. i was
1: like uh i've i felt like that was a good one for me because i wasn't able to play in bb2 mm. for Correct. a wedding or something i don't know uh, I wasn't able to play in it, <laughs> so I feel like I missed out. I like, got a year almost. Mm-hmm. So roulette, I was like, hey man, I, I can play wiffle ball. I played it my whole life or blitz ball. Mm-hmm. So get me out there. Yeah. And then that was yeah, that was so much fun.
2: Dan's best moment in the warehouse. Do you know what I'm about to say?
1: Oh, I no. love these.
2: Does this ring <laughs> any bells for me? <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: Is that the hardest you've ever seen? What's his name? Laugh right? Maddie. Can
2: you can you yes. turn so and face the. This it's a random one-off training session of the warehouse. We had Colin Stone come out, and the premise was Colin Stone just ripping pitches, yeah, throwing a hundred at us. And then Dan got up, and I need to listen to it because I can't remember what you said. But it was the single funniest thing I've ever heard. Like it was just it was Colin versus Dan, and Colin was like saying something, talking to the camera, and then Dan. Like I watched it with Maddie the first time, and I've Maddie lost his mind, <laughs> and I've watched it no less than twelve hundred times. Can you put
3: your mic to it? Because I don't think yeah. I've ever heard this. I don't
2: either. It, it was like such a non, like so in passing. Bulldog. Just, let
1: me make sure. i to start at your hit. Yeah. What? i want to start at your hit. Why are we talking? Let's go. <laughs> The funny thing is I didn't know <gasps> Colin Why are we Stone. Talking? I didn't that know Colin Stone at all.
2: That is the funniest thing <laughs> like, ever. He's the
1: nicest kid ever. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah. Oh, so yeah.
3: nice.
1: So I didn't know him at all. He was just throwing 100-mile pitches at us. and. I want to start at your
2: What? <laughs> he's just trying to be nice and tell me like, Every, where the pitch is going to come. about that is the funniest one.
1: I think it was the standing in there being very vulnerable. Yeah,
2: y- you guys were terrified. 100 mile ever an hour is
1: coming yeah. out, so like I snapped. Like, I would never say that to Colin and ever because he's the nicest kid ever. Why are we talking? Yeah, I was like, let's just <laughs> oh, do this already. I, like <laughs> Let me just strike out and move on. But that's the warehouse. Yeah,
2: your your commentary, even in yes. like, Blitz Balls, just – like in blood battles, you're just you talking to yourself, you talking to Drew. Just you're you're, you're very like
3: witty really and honest, yes, and I think yeah. that's why yes. people love you. And I think it so plays funny. like it plays into the old man Dan thing. Like yes you're,
0: it's like wise wisdom. Yes, yeah. it's
3: like and you just don't give a fuck energy. Yes. So it's like, it kind of just come, but not in like a cocky way. in like a, yeah. this is all I got. Yeah. Right? This, is, <laughs> this is
1: everything I got. Yeah. And it, we are just playing best. Blitzball in a yeah. warehouse. I do want to win, but I, I will go home at night and be fine yeah. with any, any yeah. uh, result. And Drew, I loved you, but he—he's a very emotional player. I loved
0: you two together <laughs> yes, as teammates. Like I had to
1: rein him in a few times, or give him a pep talk at a few times, give him tough love, and I loved that because I always had people doing that for me when I when I was younger. So it was
0: like father son energy because yeah. at, at times I would have you guys in my ear. And I would just hear what, like, you're telling Drew. And I'm, like, cracking up on the sidelines just like, yo, man, just, like, chill. Drew's like, i got to get the (laughs) bitch. (laughs) I
1: suck so bad today. I was like, it's all right. We're going to be fine. We're going to go eat lunch and go out tonight after. We're going to have a I'm sorry.
0: I let you down. (laughs) Disappointing.
1: Can you talk about
3: how your real dad is invested in your Blitzball career? He
1: just texted me. Uh, (laughs) My dad, Bob Kenobi, a great guy. Obviously, he built the football field. He was an awesome player in his day. Um, I was I'm like half the player that, that he was. He was so good, and um, he <laughs> saw my stance in one of the games. The I sent him something like a daily, like which is like a I don't know why I even said that. That was like a movie term. Like I sent him a
3: like a little clip from what happened from that, yeah. the roulette. Yeah. Like
1: that night, Ronnie, I took a video off the the screen in mm-hmm. the loft, and I sent it to my dad. And he's like, "Well, first off, he's like, why are you standing so far off the plate? Secondly, <laughs> like ridiculous. move up, like you're <laughs> stepping out. You brought me right back to high school. Like you're stepping Ooh. out." Your back foot is moving. You're staying too far away from the plate. So I'm like, okay, good. That, that makes sense. And I got moved up. The next day I'm hitting home r- bombs, home runs, getting in the zone. And then for the last one, he was so invested in BB3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was giving him updates like right after the games were over. He was he knows all the teams now that play in it. He's giving me scouting report on how to hit Jack Doyle, which <laughs> is impossible. Can't <laughs> hit him for the life of me. <laughs> so and he's like, you guys got <laughs> just giving me advice, which is hilarious. Um. Yeah.
2: He and wasn't th- able to come watch, right? No. It, One
1: day it was like terrible weather and he couldn't yeah. make it out mm-hmm. there. It's so a pretty healthy drive, as you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, but he'll be there for some other ones. Good. You know, we have a lot of plans coming up for some really yeah. fun Blitzball content coming our way. And that's not th- I was just in it to, to Dalton. I was like, bro, have you like thought that we have another Blitzball battle? Yeah. Like BB3 was so big for us that I feel like we were so invested. We were so in it that like almost in my mind, it's like, oh, that's it. We're not gonna. Mm-hmm. But it's there is another one coming. It's yeah. crazy to
3: think that everyone is gonna get into that mindset again of we have another giant yeah. tournament. Yeah, to it's just the yes. beginning. Like it's it's crazy that we get so high off the one that we're focused on yeah. that you forget after mm-hmm. the come down there's another one. Yeah, yeah. there's another one. There's gonna be another one after on that. Horse. It's
1: gonna be another one. I got to preserve my body. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to Chris Algeri about some anti-aging Perfect. clinics down yeah. in Boca. He has a lot of plans for me. Okay. <laughs> can't, even, can't even reveal. He has a degree in in sports medicine.
0: Oh, honestly. Huge. film it all that's big yeah film
3: it all that would be Amazing hilarious content The before content yeah. would be you and chris getting right down in florida like <laughs> <your right>.
1: <laughs> he can like really get me right in ways that uh you know like could be illegal <laughs> well that.
0: You, <laughs> didn't, you didn't hear that on this show no you didn't safe you space didn't. um
1: so david th- just texted me what did he say his ears are ringing they have to be oh my god
3: Oh, what is it? What is it? Magnum's car.
1: He put an inside boxing live sticker on his car.
3: Can you call him right now? Face Please. Time him, Drew Davis. FaceTime Drew Davis. ever. Did Wait, you, he, an inside boxing live sticker on his car.
0: Seriously, one of my favorite people.
1: Drew, where are you? I hope he answers. Where are you in the world? He might be driving those driverless cars. That's his job. Oh yeah, yeah. he is,
2: does. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> 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 He's got headphones on. What's up, Drew? I'm on the air right now.
3: Hi, Drew. Hi, Drew. Hi, Drew. We're on, I'm
1: on Girls & Co. Oh, you I'm sticking to my regimented diet right now. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about, my friend. I was just telling them. We are literally just talking about you, which is nuts. I told – they are like, what's it like playing with Drew? I was like, he needs to stay away from the buffet salmon. What are you eating? If I learned anything from BB3 is that I have an iron gullet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the one main thing. What are you eating? Love that for you.
2: Oh, he's training for floorball.
1: <laughs> yeah, floorball coming up. We got BB4. We need to get you right. You are the heart and soul of the hook, line, sinkers. I'm the old man. I'm one year older, as you know. <laughs> My body is going to be a well-oiled
3: machine.
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of us. All right, Drew. I love you. Love you be good.
3: Bye, Drew. Bye. Be good. Aww.
1: Drew Davis, everybody. He's
3: the best. <laughs> what a guy.
1: He's yes. the best. What are the odds? I don't. We don't want really to talk that much. What? Don't worry, DC. I've been on a regimented diet. Giving up a how do you? What is he, like, listening? <laughs> what is like going that's on? So weird. That's so weird. That is crazy. so odd.
3: That's nuts. I'm
1: spooked.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was your first impression of, fi- like, finding out that you were going to be playing with Drew Davis? I was pumped. Yeah? Because
1: I know how good he is. Like, I watched him at BB2. I watched... He was at BB1. He's yeah. a veteran. Yeah. This guy's been in everything we've done at the warehouse, mm-hmm. and he's so athletic, and like, I heard... I remember watching one thing of his. He was like waving goodbye. He struck yeah, someone out and he and waved he, goodbye. I was like, yeah. So is he like a heel? Is right. he like a punk?
2: He's but, like a lovable heel. Yeah. He was yeah. a lovable punk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I heard in M- MLW, he has a whole other like personality. Yeah. When he comes to the, the warehouse, he's lovable. But I honestly like, love the kid. Like, he thinks he's such a good person. Like, yes. obviously, want to play, we want to win, but I think he's just like a sweet kid. Yeah.
0: There are some good moments in the ball and play tournament that's coming up with Drew. And just interview clips that have to do with like anger and dogs and like happiness and sadness, like all at the same time. And it is, it's remarkable. Sounds like a 21
1: year old or whoever whoever old he is. Truly.
0: Um, Those are all the questions I have for your interview. Sam Taylor, you have any other questions for Dan?
2: No. This is a really gay, great catch-up part two. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. I felt cheated off the first one.
3: The people will be able to see it this time. Yeah. yeah.
1: You guys know the story already, these stories. so
3: They'll be able
0: to see it. Um, you're Yan- doing Yankees pregame show? Yeah.
1: Yankees pregame. I'm going to tape my uh, my show with Chris. Going okay. to the Yankees game tonight. Legends seats. Who are you going with? Maria. Miss Inside Boxing, miss miss interboxing boxing interboxing live. live. Her Super cousins sweet. own um a ton of restaurants upstate. They're like an empire up there. Mm. The land. And they have legend seats. And they have like six restaurants. All their uncles work there. All the or her cousins work there. And the apparently like they spend so much money on like alcohol. Like beer distributors like hook them up once a year. That's cool. Like a really so like they have a list of Yankee games. So like a four legend seats, first row. You're gonna die. Yeah. It's amazing. I've sat <laughs> legends before. It was awesome. The food is just on yeah.
3: is there anything you want to plug where can people follow you
1: yeah uh, Inside Boxing Live on YouTube okay follow me at Dan Canobio on Instagram and Twitter TikTok Inside Boxing Live TikTok is like popping off TikTok's wild popping off you, you believe those numbers you though? put
2: your you put your nieces on Inside Boxing Live TikTok over the weekend for a
1: second you saw it yeah I deleted it oh why because I needed to save it oh So I, we <laughs> why meet. did you put on your story it's <laughs> what story
3: I saw that video uh, of your, on your Instagram story. Where you it was on my homework? Instagram
1: story, but I made it on TikTok. Yeah. But I, I had to, like, you have to make oh. it on TikTok to get it. You, so yes. I made it, and it was posted for, like, a hot oh. second. I and then like, you wow. took it down. And I and took then it, you it took down, it but I still, then I still have it saved, so I put it on my story. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Because okay. I was lying to them, too. They were like, is it trending? <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, it was trending just on Long Island. <laughs> 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 you guys are huge. That's and John
3: Boy Boxing on Instagram.
1: Change it to Inside Boxing Live.
3: Oh, Inside Boxing Live on Instagram. <laughs> I figured I don't shouldn't post. Shouldn't everything
1: you're a social media manager? Yeah, it should should, everything should be, should be, be universal. Yeah. Inside boxing I just live.
3: assumed there was a reason it wasn't from the beginning.
1: I don't know. I was just not good at it. Oh. Alright, well better.
3: I don't I don't post there. It's Inside boxing. No, I do live. it all myself. Yeah, Dan does all of it's that. So himself. hard. <laughs> you're doing, you're great. doing great. You do great. I
1: know but I like at night it'd be like ten at night and I'd be like breaking news. But I like it that way because that I know you also it, know voice. it best that's what I mean yeah. that's the
3: thing It's it would be really hard for one of us to jump in and try and right take that over because we really don't know no I like
1: I, I do. like doing it and it would be really hard and I, I want my like fingerprints on it yeah control freak
2: that's
3: okay
0: hey yes. doing something right Dan thank you for coming you're welcome anytime If you want to like
1: me. wait let me say something about you guys what I love <laughs> <Okay>. you
0: guys
3: <laughs> we love you too great show you,
1: <laughs> you guys grind every week you all have other like stuff that you do here all three are very big part of what makes John Boy go so I have a lot of respect for you ladies um you you girls and co (laughs) so thanks for having me and like everyone loves to come on the show you make it very comfortable and uh keep keep going
0: see you don't have to be nervous (laughs) keep keep (laughs) Keep going going. (laughs) going. is that the last uh, that's the last (laughs) 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 line and keep going yeah keep
1: going (laughs) keep trying every day was just we're just keeping going. That's (laughs) what we do here. Just keep going. So funny.
0: And on that note, that's another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.